Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie, though, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. happy hour hello guys welcome back to jack makes happy hour podcast stevie we're officially five years old how do you feel we are we're actually recording this on our five-year birthday yeah so the anniversary's been and gone for these guys who are listening yeah. to this later on but we are five years old does you feel any different no no i still feel like i'm four what Today on the show, we have a man I've been very excited to meet for a long time because I love the work he does on the radio. It's TV and radio presenter Andy Goldstein. How are you, mate? I'm good. I'm very happy birthday, both. Thank you. Thank both you. you. I've brought you nothing. Because oh. like, you only told me when I walked in for five years. That's, that's some achievement. I know. Long I know. time. 430 episodes 167 guests. As you can see, we're sort of scraping the barrel for guests now. Yeah. Well, I'm honoured <laughs> to be the bottom of that barrel. It's nice when you say it to the guest as well. You normally wait until they're gone. If he didn't say it, I'd say it. And we all know. <laughs> it's weird, right, because a lot of the guests we have on, like we we've we meet them for the first time, and I've only just met you for the first time. But because I listen to Talk Sport pretty much every day, yeah, especially your show. Thank you. I feel like I know you, and that's what people say when they meet us. Yeah. Are you a nice person? I imagine you yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really nice. Do you know what? It's funny because uh, I, I take that as a compliment, right? Mm. And I'm mm. sure you do as well. Mm. But sometimes, sometimes, not it drives me mad, but I'll do like a three-hour radio show mm. and then I'll be on the train coming home and someone will go, what do you think of Liverpool? And I'll, I'll go, ah? And I'm taking the earphones out. <laughs> and they'll go, what do you think? And I'll go, oh, my God, you know, such a long way to go. We're only like nine games in. Anyway, like, have a, and they go, but what do you think of Mohammed? And I'll be like, ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I get it because people, yeah. you know, they, they feel there's a connection and they want, everyone loves talking about football. So yeah, you just got to go. It's part of the job. Feels like you're doing your work after Gets the work. Gets on my fucking nerves. <laughs> <laughs> now, Stevie, um, you said on the way up, Ooh. let me get this right. No, I said a lot of things on the way up. Yeah. Uh, and normally I wouldn't tell the guests this, but like I said, I feel like I know Andy, so I can. Um, you said you didn't know who Andy Goldstein was. That's not what I said. What did wow. you say? I said I know who he is, right. but I couldn't put a face to the name. Right. Did he say that? Yeah, he did say or that. Or did he actually. go, who the fuck is <laughs> no, he's still he, thinking it now. You did, oh, but, oh, but you, you, you also said... I said I couldn't put your name and your face together, but your name made me think you were bald. Oh, I mean, you could, you could insult my wife and my kids. 
Never go for the hair. <laughs> no. Never you go. You've got luscious hair. Yeah. I've got unbelievable hair. Yeah. I but really have. You've have. got the best hair of all your guests ever. <laughs> no, gen- genuinely. How is it so good? Is it real? Yes, it's real. Mm. Uh, there's not one grey hair. I'm not going to tell you my age, but you will, you'll never guess my How old am I? Do you know? No. How old am I? 40. Okay, so he's in his 40s. No, no, no. I haven't, I haven't made any kind of gesture there. 44. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I would have guessed 38. Right, okay. Well, you're both miles away. No way. Yeah. I don't want to say it because people can Google it anyway. All right, I'll Google it now. <laughs> Are you gonna, hold on. If you Google it, will you say it? Do you want me to say it or not? Let's just react to it. Yeah, I, yeah react to it and then we can say it because I celebrated it. Right. Uh, when you write age at the end. Oh, I can order okay. a personalised video from Andy Goldstein. You can't, don't do that anymore. I can't be bothered. You have okay. the same birthday as my son. What? <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> He's son. also that age. <laughs> you're, you're, how old are you then? You must be in your 90s. Okay, so you are, I can say, yeah. Like, I don't care. Uh, I've got to do the maths now. Can you do That's, the maths? Yeah, it's fairly simple, isn't it? Go on, do the maths. Are you 50? Yeah. Wow! That is insane. I've got so many grey hairs. Yeah, I've got not one. I've got a few on the beard, but not, not one on the on the head. <laughs> this is genuinely well impressive. I, I, just... I honestly think I'm the best looking 50 year old on the planet. <laughs> And I'm not joking. Right, happy hour listeners. Get on Reddit and submit, because we're voting for Andy as best-looking 50-year-old. Submit other suggestions, and we will come back to this. There isn't any. And honestly, look, my hair is getting thicker as I get older. (laughs) Can I feel it? Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. I don't get it. My hair's like Benjamin Button. (laughs) I feel like you've submitted your age somewhere purposefully older you know like he couldn't sign up to facebook when he was 10 so he made himself older yeah 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 no i've never <laughs> thought of that but you obviously have <laughs> i do think there's something with my birth certificate i don't actually think i'm my age 50 seems mental i did say even to, saying it yeah i said to fee the other day though i think between 50 and 60 that's when everyone goes that well, they make weird noises <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you basically pre-warning them as about so I've got to go 10 down years left yeah i want to see you when you're 60 i um okay we'll, we'll celebrate your 10th year 15 55 um yeah i this is the t- this is the 10 year gap right yeah i've got 10 years to literally do whatever i want before i'm really old do you feel 50 no how do you feel uh mid mid 30s yeah yeah, yeah I, well, I, go, pass, I go. I go to gym a lot. You could pass a mid thirties. Yeah. I feel mid thirties, and I'm only thirty. Oh my! I do down as much older. Did you? Go yeah. on, come on. What do you have in? I think you just told me, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what did you have me? This would be the easiest game of countdown ever. <laughs> <laughs> how old? How old? How old, could, how old would you say he is? I honestly had you down as mid to late seventies. <laughs> <laughs> what about him? How old do you think I am? Uh... Well, because you know each other, mm. I would say you're relatively close in age. Yeah. So I would say... Am I older or younger? Younger. A lot younger. Yeah. A mm. lot, a lot. I would say you're probably about 11. <laughs> no, I would you're say you're... How old are you? 30 what? 30. Oh, 30. Oh, okay. I thought you said 37. Uh, I would say you're... What, and you thought that was even a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say you would be about... I don't see you late 30s till 32... You just said I look younger than him. Yeah, he's 30. Oh, yeah, you're not 37. Sorry. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. 26. 26. That's a really good guess, actually. 26. It's not, because I'm 30 as well. All right. He's four months older than me. Oh, we're not at school now. <laughs> Should you be in the next year? No, I'm just Excuse upset. I'm just upset by this. Can I just say as well, right, I don't want to shower, shower you with too many praises. You can. 
You are top five most fashionable guests we've had on. Oh, my. Okay. Who, who would you put above? Uh, Fabrice Muamba. Yeah, oh, he was dapper, yeah. Fabrice Muamba. <laughs> I didn't expect that as an answer. <laughs> Honestly, the second he came in, we were all going, wow. Eddie Hearn. He's always just suited and suave. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so you're top five, but you are number one, and I mean this sincerely. Yeah. Number one best smelling guest we've ever Thank had you. on the... Yeah, I do pride myself on, on my smell. What is it? I'm not, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, that's what it's called. Ask, ask for that. I can't tell you. Everyone wants to know what it is, but I can't tell them because I don't want anyone else smelling like Simon Jordan stopped me the other day and said, what are you wearing? I'm like, I'm not telling you. I need to offence and insulted me. I need to find out. Yeah, I can't. What was the insult? I don't want to fucking know anyway. And I was like, well, why did you ask me then? <laughs> why were we at school again? Yeah. He was asking so he knows what to avoid. That's, that's what probably going. what yeah. it was. Yeah, but thank is, you. That's very kind. Is there anything we can do today throughout the duration of this interview to get that out of you? Is there anything we can offer you? I mean, how much? Um, the price of a bottle, two grand. No, it isn't. <laughs> of course it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I would never wear cheap aftershave. <laughs> I can't, I don't want to, don't take it personally, right? Mm. I'll tell you the names of my kids and my wife and everything you want for today, I'll be honest with you. How old were you lost your virginity? Um... The first time or the second time? You don't How lose, you lose it twice. twice. I know. Look at his face. He's like, fuck. <laughs> what have I done wrong? Uh, how old was I? One, let alone two. I was 16. 16. And it was, it was in my best mate's, I don't even know if he knows this, best mate's mum and dad's bed. Did you say bum? <laughs> that was never proved. <laughs> and I don't think you'd lose your virginity if that happened, would you? If you bummed someone. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think you would. No, I don't, sorry. Uh, that's a really good question. Yeah. I don't think you would. If you so bummed if you, someone. If you were a woman, right, right, and you were the bummy, yeah. I would still say you're a virgin after that. Wouldn't you? Yeah, but gay people lose their virginity, don't they? Well, I, why are you asking me that question? <laughs> See, you're gonna, I know I'm the founder of all nothing. You're going to fucking wish we were asking you your aftershave after these questions. Go back to that, I'll tell you. Right, we always start with the same question. We ask all of our guests this, Andy Goldstein. Imagine a place, a mythical place, a fantastical place called the Happy Hour Hall of Fame. If you could submit one item into that Hall of Fame to be forever immortalised there in all of its glory, what are you submitting? So you, you told me this this morning, mm -hmm. and I thought long and hard about it. Mm. And uh, so it can be a feeling, or it can be a place, it can be a person. Mm. So I'm going to give you my answer and say it, but I hope no one's given you this answer. Okay. Because I'm deadly serious about it. Okay. So I would put in... But it's not going to be serious, Why is it? Because it's the happy hour, right? Right, so right. I'm happy for an hour. Okay. I'm going to put in masturbation. <laughs> I told you. No one's gave us an answer, to be fair. <laughs> I told you he was a wank. <laughs> <laughs> and you think that's an insult. <laughs> <laughs> I see that as one of the biggest compliments you can give someone. <laughs> so you're submitting masturbation because people can't talk about it without getting like it's like taboo, right? It's to some people, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, That's ninety percent of what this show is. So, <laughs> so I win. What do I win? There's nothing here. So, uh, so uh, okay. So we had someone put their who said their mum? <laughs> Tom Grennan was it? I can't remember. Someone said their mum. Jay from TGF put something nice in there, like yeah. his heart or something. Yeah, his heart. Like yeah. Feelings and emotions. <laughs> put his heart in. <laughs> Not his, like his family, like the way he feels for his family or something oh, like so that. Oh, so maybe I should have done something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. So we've got like people putting like where their mum's ashes have been scattered. We've got yeah. all these lovely things. And then we're Still just going wanking. Andy Goldstein okay. wanking in the corner of the yeah. Hall of Fame. Well, I'm not wanking in the corner. <laughs> I'm not wanking anywhere <laughs> at the moment. Okay, that's... Um, Do you want to hear a wanking story? Go on. So when... Um, when 
this really wasn't the angle I was going. When uh, when I found wanking at a young age, I can't remember my age. How old were you when you you discovered it? Uh, have you discovered it yet? It was. It was um... <laughs> oh no! Oh, you haven't. No, no it's no, so no. much worse than you expect it to be. So it was. Uh, it wasn't a traditional wank, but it was like humping the the floor of a soft play area. Wow. Oh, you like 19? <laughs> That's really embarrassing. You get up. So that was the first one. How old one. were you? Probably a kid, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, but that's not that's that's not masturbation, is it? Yeah, no, I, I think I was probably about 14. I was watching The Real... Are you nervous now? Yeah. <laughs> I was watching The Real Hustle on BBC Three. Right, were those two fat blokes? Yeah, but there was also... A, a oh, theme. no, there was, yeah. <laughs> is that with the mattress or the plush? Why are we doing this? What's, what's that? Up. Is, that like, is that code words? So, oh. <laughs> what's the mattress? I just thought I'd say something that would make him uncomfortable. Yeah. So. You ever shagged a mattress? What day is it? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we doing this? Have I ever shagged a mattress? Right, because me and my pals were in the pub talking about this topic. Yeah. And then shagging a mattress. But I found out that I shagged it differently to how they did. There's a way to shag a mattress? Yeah. <laughs> So naturally, if he says shag a mattress, what are you picturing? Yeah, what are you the picturing? Humping it. Yes, yeah, so like you're on top. On yeah. yeah. Go on. Go on, your mattress shagger. <laughs> <laughs> lift the mattress up, put a pillow under there. Hold on. Lift the mattress up. So it's, it's on the flat bit. Yeah, you lift that up. So you've still bed. got the flat bit of the bed. Yeah, then you put frame. a pillow there. Where? Where'd you put the pillow? Like under the mattress. Right, so you've got like a hamburger. Yeah. And then you go. And you go in the middle. Any good? You're not good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> What's the wanking story? <laughs> Quickly moving on. So when I when I found masturbation, mm. I can't remember. I was probably about thirteen, mm. and uh, uh, one weekend my uh, my auntie had to. I should move on from that bit quickly. My auntie had to come over and stay at the house, so I couldn't stay in my room. So I was at, uh, like a put you up bed at the end. Do you remember the put you up beds? The yeah. sort of camping bed. Mm -hmm. I was at the end of my mum and dad's bed, and I thought I was having a stealth wank right. for about eight or nine minutes, something like that. Right. And I thought, well, no one can hear this. And then I just heard my mum go, Andrew, stop scratching. And then I went, no. Yeah, I've never mentioned that to her. And I wonder if she actually thought I was scratching or just having a... Wow. Yeah. Do you think about that a lot? Only when I need to come. <laughs> <laughs> my word. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Have you noticed all this is built up because I can't... You I can't, can't say it do on the radio, no. you? You're doing the radio later. What about if you're still in happy hour mode? No, I'm always in happy hour mode, but <laughs> just start saying I, to Darren Ben. I, I think of mattresses and going. What do you think of Jurgen Klopp? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's jump straight into some quick okay. fire questions to get to know the man behind the presenter. If you could master one skill instantly, what would it be and why? Wanking. And oh, no, I've mastered that years ago. <laughs> I am the black belt five Dan. But, uh, what do you mean? Like any skill, anything? any skill, piano, uh, uh, language. I'd, yeah, I'd quite like to learn another language. Mm. What would you go for? Uh, Spanish, because I only know two sentences in Spanish, and it's not enough. Is it? Is one of them uno cerveza por favor? No. Do you know what that means? One cerveza. Uh, wank? Is that right? <laughs> one, one, one wank, wank please? please. <laughs> one wank, please. Grande, grande. No, I can say Kijos uh, Bonitos, which is what beautiful eyes you've got. Oh. And I don't know why I only know these two, but it's that and Boya Matate, which is I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I swear to God, that I don't know. That covers all bases there, know. doesn't it? Yeah. That all bases. Okay, have you ever collected anything? Yeah. Uh, 
I used to collect sugars when I was a kid. You know, sugar sachets? Yeah. Yeah? Right. <laughs> Look at your faces. Where the fuck's this going? Well, it went in a big tub. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with them? Well, count them and go 82, 83. And people would go go away to like various countries and then come back or go to various restaurants. Fuck and, off. I swear to God. Why? Oh, sorry, what answer were you expecting? <laughs> Lamborghinis. Football cards, trainers. Oh, yeah, but everyone's done that, right? Yeah. I've never collected trainers. No. Football car, I did, I did the stickers. But do you even have sugar in your coffee? No. Oh, I'd never open them. <laughs> Sealed. You, you Worth weirdo. more that yeah, way. You weirdo. <laughs> Why would I ruin my collection? Do you know what? I'm, I'm trying to mug you off for that, but I, I think that's unfair because I used to collect, and I'd go around the streets picking these up, cans of drink like dr pepper's lil <laughs> like that right yeah <laughs> yeah and also i would steal what you remember the old yellow pages people leave on the doorsteps yeah i stole i've told this on the pod before I, I stole loads of them and then i found an abandoned car garage and i went in there and i stacked it full of yellow pages and round the sides i put cans of empty drink he made a castle so how, how many how many yellow pages do you need oh hundreds and where'd you where'd you put them all in the garage and what'd your mum and dad say they didn't know about this. It was a weekend project. Oh, so one weekend you just went on a rampage? Yeah, I got up early before people could take their yellow pages in. <laughs> That's amazing. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> there, was a girl, there was a girl at my school, I don't know how true this is, but apparently apparently she collected... I don't even know if I want to say this. Oh, go on. She collected <laughs> her own shits. What? What do you mean collected her? <laughs> she would... She, she wouldn't flush them. Fuck off. <laughs> I swear this was a rumour. <laughs> I'm hoping it won't shoot. But she would put each one in a shoebox and put them under her bed. That, that or, can't or Surely be a poo true. box, not a shoebox. <laughs> that can't be true. Oh, I hope not. This is the fucking weirdest <laughs> app. I don't want to ask the next question. Oh, yeah, go on. What's the weirdest <laughs> app on your phone? Mm. That's going to be the most normal part of it, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, uh, I don't really use apps, if I'm being honest. Do you not? No, I, I, I use Spotify, I use WhatsApp. I'm very boring with that. Okay. No games? No, not at all. I don't play games on the phone. Okay. What's the rankest thing you've ever eaten? What, what word? Rankest. What's the rankest thing I've ever... <laughs> eaten. Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking of what would be funny to say. Cock. But uh, the rankest thing I've ever eaten. Oh, I mean... I used to be really, really fussy with food, incredibly fussy. Did you? So I, w- I never had a curry till I was about twenty-five. Yeah, I know. I never, uh, ooh, uh, Mrs. had a sausage till I was twenty-nine. A sausage? Yeah, yeah. That's what Jack put in the Happy Hour Hall of Fame. Sausages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you put an S on, so I understand <laughs> what, what more than one could be. <laughs> so what would you grow up eating then? Uh, chips. Yeah, all it was chips. My mum went through like ten. Um, chip fryers. This is a I bit was like covered in spots. It was terrible. This is a bit like our friend, isn't it? Jay? Yeah, yeah. It's awful. I, I'd have chips at lunchtime, chips for dinner all the time. It's awful. But you're, made... you're in good shape. Yeah, but uh, I was coming. I, my spots were so bad when I was like early twenties that I sometimes wouldn't go out the weekends because it was awful. Oh wow! What made you suddenly go? Oh, I want to try a curry. Uh, curry. I used to work for Channel Four in ad sales, and one night one of the lads went. We're going out for a curry, and I was like, Oh, they do chips, and he's like, What? And then we went for a curry, and I was like, oh, I quite like chicken, quite like rice, and then that was that. Yeah. The sausage, um, I, I was round my now wife's uh, mum and dad's house for a barbecue. 
And she went sausage, and I went, I've never had one. My wife's like, are you fucking, what? That is bizarre. Yeah. I've got, and I've got a great baked bean story. There's a big name involved. <laughs> but, and I'll have to drop the big name, but it's great. So I've never, up until a certain moment about a year ago, I've never, ever had a baked bean, right? And the reason I haven't, I hadn't had a baked bean because I just didn't like the look of it. I didn't trust it. It, it moves on its own. I thought, I'm not having that. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, they do because of the... They swim. Yeah. Yeah. This is a horrific name, but I apologise. So I'm I'm good mates with Robbie Williams, right? I'll okay. So I was around his house for at Christmas like last year. Yeah. And he said, do you want some breakfast? And I went, yeah, what do you want? Full English, something you're fine. And they put a plate out and I went, beans. And he went, you don't? And I went, I've never had a baked bean. And he was like, Why? And I said, well, because I quite like the fact now, the story is I've never had a baked bean. And yep. he went, what's a better story? You've never had a baked bean or you've only had one and it was around Robbie Williams' house. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And how so was I've only the... ever had one baked bean. How was it? Is it all right? We're going to play Would You Lie to Me later. That would have been a perfect thing. Yeah, to okay. Submit to that. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll get to that. But that is true. That's a brilliant story. I'm only so ever going to have another baked bean around any other member of Take That's House. So if, if Gary Barlow throws me up, I go, like, are the beans ready? That might sound weird, actually. Uh, we'll go for the classic. Three people at a dinner party. Who are you picking? Can dead or alive? I don't mean the group dead or alive, but can they be dead or alive? <laughs> yeah, I can. Uh, I'm a big fan of Tommy Cooper. Great, great him. show. He's going to be a lot of fun around the dinner table. So him, Ricky Gervais, I adore Ricky Gervais. Mm-hmm. And um, Pamela Anderson. Brilliant. Great shout. And finally, right? yeah, perfect. So when she goes, me and Ricky can. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, who's your hero? Oh, wow. Who's my hero? Uh, who's my hero? Fucking hell. I, I don't even know the answer to that. No? Uh, when I was a kid growing up, it was Brian Robson. There you go, yeah. Um, yeah, you, probably Brian Robson. Because you're a Man U fan, aren't yeah. you? Uh, quick question. <clears throat> How many times have you been to Old Trafford? <clears throat> oh, quite a lot, because I work for MUTV, so I do match days there. So hundreds, thousands? Not hundreds, probably just under a hundred. Right. Is that all right? Ask him. How many times... Are you a Man United fan? How many times have you been to Old Trafford? What's the next question? Never, never been to Old Trafford. Yeah, see, here's the thing, right? Here's oh. the thing. Don't back him up. No, 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 say. here's the thing, right? There's so, mu- there's so many things in the world that are just a bit wanky, right? That people having a pop at people for the team they support and whether or not you've been there, oh, it doesn't really bother me. Thank you. Right? See? So so put it like this, and I'm backing you up here, right? Yeah. Old Trafford holds 75,000 people. Yeah. Right? Their support is billions. Yeah. Right? So that means 99% of Man United fans haven't been to Old Trafford. Yeah, that's true. And that's the same with every club. He's right? minted, though. No, I'm not. You know what you pay me. <laughs> you get paid. But you're, you're West Ham, right? Yeah, and I, I get a lot of shit from West Ham no, fans. No, but the, the majority of West Ham fans haven't been to the London Stadium. No. I'm... I've been there a few times. <laughs> yeah, you have. You have. Uh, I'm at, what, how about we say now you'll only go to Old Trafford if it's with Robbie Williams? <laughs> oh, there we go. Well, you've got to bring a baked bean with. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm in, right. I'm in. I only support Man United because my mum fancied David Beckham when I was a kid. Yeah. Fucking hell, you are young, aren't you? Yeah. But you can support what you want nowadays, right? Make, yeah. If it makes you happy... People say I can't well, support West Ham. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't, does it? Very good point. <laughs> I'm miserable. I get told I can't support West Ham. Why? I'm from Norwich. <sighs> I'm from Norwich. Call me a plastic, yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, I, I can... Honestly, I think... I think maybe back in the day when I was growing up, because there was no... The telly hadn't been invented. Yeah. Because, because football <laughs> was on once a week, right? And, and there was no internet and there was no YouTube... You you know the emphasis was go and see your local team. Mm. So I get that, but now football is twenty four seven. You can get it on your phone. You can every single night of the week. There's either you know League Cup or or FA Cup or Champions League or Europa League or Europa Conference. Football's everywhere. Mm. 
So it's a lot easier to pick a team. A lot of a lot of young kids they see a player and they identify with that player, and then they go, "Oh, who's he play for?" And then, yeah, so, you know, play, be a fan of who you want if it makes you happy. I was chatting to Fiona on the on the way up, and I was talking about how Declan Rice got booze last night yeah. when he played against West Ham, and she said. Well, if they're such big fans of Declan Rice, why don't they just support his, the next team he goes to? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> weird. going to happen, isn't it? <laughs> <It's weird. laughs> Although that's what they thought would happen in Saudi, right? They bring all these big players over and people start supporting... El Atafak. Because, you know, Henderson's there or Ronaldo's there. And that's not how football works. <laughs> no. You can't, no. Choose, you can't choose your club, it chooses you, right? You, you grew up in Redbridge, yeah? We like to just do, outside Manchester. We like to, yeah. What is a wire? So, so my dad used to be uh, the official photographer for Man United when they come down south. So oh, wow. cup finals, and he fancied David Beckham, and he loved David Beckham. Yeah, <laughs> he is David Beckham, and um, he uh, he would take me to to banquets. So in eighty three and eighty five, when we got to cup finals, I went with. I was like nine or ten or whatever. Yeah, and so my Twitter picture, my Instagram picture, is me with Sir Matt Busby when I'm like nine. That's amazing, that yeah, so, yeah. Redbridge, right? So I had to ask you where you're from. There's not a lot about your upbringing on online, like your early days. I keep it that way. Yeah, um, there's nothing about your aftershave either, which is annoying. <laughs> that was uh, funny. There are some real famous people from Redbridge. Yeah, do you know this? Uh, I could name maybe a couple of them. How many can you name? Uh, Ronnie. Who? Ronnie O'Sullivan. Okay, Jesus, not even on my list, but right. fair enough. I think Trevor Brookin. Okay, was from around there. Also not on your wow. list. Wow. And um, Bill Gates. No, I made that last one. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, the list you've got is shit. Have you made all of them up? No, the first two are true. I went to school with Ronnie. Did you? Yeah. So I, I love playing snooker. Yeah. And I was a, a pretty decent player. Yeah. Like 97 is my highest break back in the day. And then this little, he's two years younger than me, this little pipsqueak went, I'll give you a game. And I went, yeah, right. And I mean, fuck, he, Wiped the floor, he yeah. destroyed me. Yeah, it was frightening. That's incredible. I've got some other famous people here. Nigel Benn. Yeah, Dark Destroyer. Paul Lintz. Yeah. Noel Edmonds. Yeah, okay, that rings a bell now you say that. Ian Holm, who plays Bilbo Baggins in Lord of the Rings. I don't watch all that. I've never seen it. No. Jessie J. That's a woman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know her? I don't really watch telly, no. Okay, and... She's Mag a musician. Yeah, but wasn't she on The Voice? Yeah. yeah. You know Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith? Professor McGonagall in Harry Potter. Yeah, Downton Abbey as well. Watch. You've never seen Harry Potter? No. Grow up. No, no. If I did watch it, I, then you'd shout grow up, right? Jack only likes films that can happen in the real world. Like, he hates anything that can't really happen, but loves Harry Potter. I, I, I like Is that why you've got the round? Yeah, I like Harry Potter. And that's, okay. why I've got my, that's why I've got my fringe down, because you don't want to see the scar on this forehead, boy. Okay. <laughs> right. what, what school did you go to? Boy! <laughs> that's amazing! That's because you look younger than both of us. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, yeah. <clears throat> what school did you I go to? I went to a school called... Secondary school was called Wanstead High School. I've heard of that. Yeah, we'll fucking run you, boy, on top field. <laughs> that's what we used to say. What's the naughtiest thing you ever did at, oh, your, no. at school? Yeah, uh, I was quite a good kid. No, this... What, one, one, I used to, we used to bunk off and go to the snooker club, once the snooker club. And uh, one particular day, uh, I just couldn't be bothered going. Mm. And everyone was like, come on, come down. I was like, oh, I can't be bothered. And everyone always went. There's like 15 of us. And on this one particular day, I didn't go. It got raided by the teachers and I wasn't there. So everyone thought I grasped. <laughs> oh, no. And I, at 14, I'm like, hold on. If I had grasped, I would have gone. <laughs> would you? Yeah. What, to, as an alibi? Yeah. I wouldn't go, I'm not going because you're going to get... I wouldn't do that, would I? Smart kid. But then you would have got told off. 
Yeah, but I would have been like on the inside, wouldn't I? They would have gone, Goldstein! And I would have gone... <laughs> like that. Winked. Yeah. So how early did you go after school to knowing that you wanted to present? Uh, I always wanted to, to get into, into telly. Um, and getting into telly back when I wanted to... It was a proper job. Mm. It wasn't like now where you get like YouTubers or yeah. you get just TikTokers or... You know, social mm. media wasn't a thing, right? Yeah. So, you so you had to, it was a proper job. You had to... to to learn about it. What you had to and go and what 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 were you, what did you study? Well, no. So, so when I wanted to do it, um, I I thought that I had to become a journalist and I had to learn to type typewriters and so mm. I went to typing school. Words per minute. Typing school. Yeah, because I thought. You, what, what was your words per minute? Do you remember? Oh uh, no. So the teacher came in. Yeah. And she went. Okay. What we're going to do is can you? All, and I was there 30, 30 seconds. Right. And I went the same for me and then. There was a McDonald's downstairs, so I went to that. <laughs> Loaded up on the chips. Um, <laughs> num, num, num. But I no, I so I always wanted to get into it, but I just I just assumed it was like when you were a kid and you say, I want to play for England, and people go, Yeah, but what do you really want to do? Right. <clears throat> and so I, I didn't really chase that dream at all. And then I, I worked in various different companies in <clears throat> excuse me, in like publications and all that sort of stuff. And then left and I I needed to earn money. I was really I got into it really late. I was like twenty nine. What, when you got into TV and Yeah. That? Really? Yeah, and I, I got, I just needed to earn money, so I got a job in the post room at Channel Four, and I was in a in a, a, a bar or a club near where I live, and I bumped into an old girlfriend, and she said, "What are you doing now?" And I said, "I work for Channel Four. And she said, "Presenter." And I went, "Yeah, that's what I do." <laughs> and then I thought, and I thought that must be why I'm in the building. And then so I... And well, sorry, what do you mean by that? That must be why... Well, I just thought that, you know, there's a reason why you get to certain places and you, there must be a reason why I'm in the post room. Right. My calling and all that bollocks. And uh, Andy Peters at the time, you know Andy Peters, who's still on the box now. Yeah, when I was yeah. a kid growing up, he he was, you know, very big name. Yeah. And he was the editor at T4 with um, O'Leary and Margarita Taylor. Yeah. And uh, I've, I found out where his office was. I got all his mail and I knocked on his door and I said, here's your mail. I really want to get into telly. What do I need to do? And, it, and thankfully, it was before people wanted to just be famous. Mm. And he was like, you got to make a show. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. You need an agent and so on. And so so basically, so then what happened was um, there's a book called Pact. It's about that big. And it lists every production company in the country. And so I made friends with a bloke who worked in Take Dispatch. I made friends with the girls that worked in Press. I made friends with the people that worked in the, the edit suite mm -hmm. and made my own show reel. And then over about three or four weeks, brought in a sports bag every day, loaded up with a stolen videotape, a stolen jiffy bag, and put it through the Franken machine when no one was watching. And then sent out about 300 tapes to various production companies until I got a hook. When you said about the showreel, though, when you have no body of work, yeah. what, what kind of stuff are you putting on the showreel? So, so Andy told me that I needed two main features in the showreel. One was interviewing someone, so I interviewed him. And the other one was... Uh, do a performance where you're talking over it so i was into magic so i went into my local high street and did street magic and then uh and it was top and tail with me going hello welcome to my show first up i met up with andy peters and then you'll see what happened when i went to my local high street and then i put that together oh wow so so you had no you you said you didn't want to be famous or it was before the time yeah no i've never I've ne yeah i never really wanted to be famous that's why i don't i don't do any Celeb shows, I'd never go on like Strictly or Dancing Nights. Or... Would you not? No, 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 I can't. Why not? I can't skate. Right. <laughs> I hate rats, so I'd never do that. No, I just, I just, I, I don't know, I just wouldn't do You'd it. You'd do I'm a Celeb. No, God, no, I couldn't think of anything worse. 200K. I'm in. 
<laughs> so what kind of jobs did you have before you got into mm. TV media? What's your shittest ever job? Uh, what jobs did you hate the most? I, I only had like two or three jobs before I got into it, actually. So one was I um, I went to work for one of my dad's mates mm. just in a publishing company. Right. And um, my dad used to use a pseudonym. He didn't use the surname Goldstein. He used another pseudonym because my dad had stutter, so he couldn't, he'd be like... Uh, so he used another surname. Right. So when I, I worked there for about a year, and then when I went for a proper job in town, they said, we need a reference. And I went, oh, yeah, I work for this fellow. And gave my dad's name as a reference. Oh, okay. And then they phoned my dad up and went, oh, we're thinking of hiring Andy Goldstein as a junior. My dad went, oh, we'd be devastated to lose him. He's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, so I got a job in a, a publishing company in, in Goode Street, just off Tottenham Court Road. What's that then, writing stuff? No, it was, it was uh, there were publications for like marketing directories and all that sort of stuff. Right. And then... Um, I, I became office manager there. I tried my hand at, at sales, but I just, it wasn't for me. Right. What's that? On the phones? Calling? Yeah. But what they used selling? to use, it was selling like, I don't know, like silos for chemicals. And it was all very, I couldn't do it. I don't know what silo is. Yeah. I, that's the only word I remembered. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Big like tank that keeps chemicals out of What, are you just random people? <laughs> do you want a silo? Do, do you want a silo? <laughs> no, okay, fuck. No, nothing. No one's biting. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, I was, off, I was probably, the, I, re, I was probably like um, David Brent in the office. It was, it was, I was in charge of hiring secretaries. Um, I had an office junior, it was my best mate. We used to play darts for about six hours in the basement every day. Big darts fan? Yeah, I like darts. I but we used darts. to play every day in the basement. You any good? No. Okay. It was all right. It's just me and him, so worst way I was coming second. <laughs> <laughs> Got it, silver medal again. Well, I think it's fair to say you're a very good presenter. You're a much-loved broadcaster. Oh, God bless you, thank you. What do you think makes you a good presenter? Um, I don't know, just being... We touched on it earlier on, just um, being honest mm. and, and, and people can relate to you, you know? I think, I think nowadays with so much social media about that people can see through the bullshit and if you're pretending to be someone you're not mm. they'll probably they'll probably see that yeah no just having a laugh really i think it's, it's just having fun and people can relate to it do you think anyone can be a presenter or do you think there's only can people learn to be God, a presenter? no, no. <laughs> takes fucking years <laughs> <laughs> do i think no it's just like anyone right like i've got um a mate of mine that's like a plumber Right. Right. And uh, he goes, I could never do what you do. And I go, well, I couldn't do what you do. I mean, yeah. it's just a job, right? Yeah. The only difference is um, millions drive time, four to seven weekdays. <laughs> I mean, you know, they loads of people like... see what I do, loads of people see what you do. Yeah. Right. But you couldn't necessarily do what, jo you know, Joe right. Smith does down the road, and mm. nor could I. And it's. Did you ever actively like practice to be a presenter? We no. spoke to Laura Woods on air. Yeah. And she's obviously a fucking model pro, isn't she? Yeah. And she said that she would recite i can't remember what she was reciting but she was looking in the mirror yeah. every day and she had to recite this whole monologue and if she fucked up she'd start again until she okay. got okay so uh woodsy and i go back years when i used to present the snooker for sky she was my runner and then she was my producer right so i've known woodsy 15 years she's fantastic she's fantastic yeah for what she does yeah um no <laughs> so i try i'm really quite lazy when it comes to things like so i once tried Someone told me, I think it was Andy Peters, said, what you want to do is you want to read teletext. You won't even fucking remember what. I do remember oh, teletext, yeah. And he said, you want to read teletext out loud and that will help you doing autocue. Right. And I went, okay, and I put teletext. And I went, da -da -da -da. 
can't be fucked. <laughs> I'll just blag it on the day. Something but, I'd say with you that's really noticeable is that before the cameras were on, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. the smell, yeah. but before the cameras were on and now, you're exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. You'd notice sometimes when people sit at a mic or in, when the camera's on, they're suddenly like, oh, hello, now I'm performing. Yeah. But you're, and you know, get that a lot? Do you no, get that? Nah, you, you, so you either get people that, and you'll know this as well, you've interviewed hundreds, but you get people who are confident and then shy in front of the cameras. But yeah. then, but, but more so, it's people who are shy in person and then the cameras come See, on I and they I've seen it. I think that's weird. That is like almost like split personality. It's a yeah. character. You're like being, yeah, you're being someone else. Yeah. 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 So I could never get my head around but that. But your energy is exactly the same off and on camera. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's a compliment, right? <laughs> you depends, decide. Depends what we think. <laughs> my wife's like, can you just fucking shut up? <laughs> I woke my wife up the other night in the middle of the night and I went, I woke her up and she's like, and I went, I thought of a great joke. Is this funny? And she's like, what? What was the joke? <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> you have to. I can't. I'll tell you afterwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what was her reaction to it? She went, are you fucking joking? And I went, do, do you not think it's funny? I've just dreamt it. Mate, we, again, I told you this is a yeah, thing. Dreamt jokes aren't good, though. Yeah. Did you, so so in, your, in that dream, what, was it a proper structured joke, yeah? No. Oh. It was... It, <laughs> no. It was... Uh, I'm not going to tell you because it's, it's horrific, but it was... <laughs> But it, it was it was the punchline. It was me in the scenario, and I woke up thinking, "Oh my god, that would be really funny." Okay, like a quip then. Yeah, like a little quip. Yeah, because in my in my sometimes this happened. I'm not at it for a while, but it, I'll be asleep and I'll think of a proper structured joke. Yeah, like a stand up bit, and I will wake up and I will write it down on my note. Yeah, and then I wake up in the morning and read, it and it's not funny. But in but that's funny, isn't it? I don't know. I wake myself I, up laughing, though. I love the fact that we have dreams like that yeah. and Paul McCartney dreamt about writing yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up going, fucking you, yesterday. And we're going like, cock, write cock down. That's going to be the punchline. So you, you, you got into TV. How old were you? 29, you say, yeah? 29 when I got into it, yeah. What, what, was the, what was the breakthrough? What was the first show you ever presented? So the first show I was ever in was a show with Davina McCall called... Oh, fucking hell. It wasn't called All Fucking Hell. It was called... I can't remember what it was called. It was a hidden camera show. Right. What, you're presenting that? No. Uh, so the idea of the show... What was it called? Oh, it'll come to me. Um, it'll come to me. Uh, the idea of the show was uh, you you would be in on it. You'd Normal members of the public, mm. you would have written into the show. Mm -hmm. And they would say to you, okay, uh, next Tuesday at 3 o'clock, walk down Oxford Street together. Okay? So you would walk down Oxford Street. And I... Hidden camera show. I would be on my phone and I'd be walking past you and I go, yeah, hold on, I'll ask these two lads. And I go, excuse me, do you know who sung a little bit of Monica? And then I'd look at you and you go, no, nah, I ain't got a clue. Or you go, yeah, it was yeah, whoever the fuck it was. And then that would be it. You'd go. And then a week later you'd go, I've got tickets here, Davina McCall. And you go, yeah, okay. And you'd go. And then Davina would go, where is... And then they'd call your name out and you go like... And then she'd go, last week you're walking down Oxford... Oxford Street, and someone come up to you and ask you a question. Do you remember? You go, no. well, if you get it right, you got five hundred pounds. Let's see, you gone, and then they play the clip. Oh, no. I think I saw. Was this called Oblivious? Yes, it was yeah. called Oblivious. Yeah, it was called Oblivious. I, think I watched. Yes, it. it was called Oblivious. Yeah, I didn't um, really watch it. Producer just told me. Oh, okay. Well done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good work. It was called Oblivious. Yeah, right. And I thought I'd made it then. You could just see my like ear on ITV. Oh, that's all that the role yeah. was. Yeah, I'm struggling. I'm quite thick, mate, so I'm struggling to get the concept of what? it. What? He's just explained it perfectly. Yeah, but, but I just... So so we're walking down the street, 
Yeah. yeah. You're in on it. I'm in on it. Yeah. So what's what's my role? What am I there for? You've just got me into it. <laughs> what's my role? <laughs> it's a TV show. You've put me forward, yeah. basically. You've so set him up. Someone goes, can you tell me you sang a little bit of Monica? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's Mambo number five. But yeah. Right. right. No one knows who sang it. Right. And then... Then you take him to see the film, the studio, the, the programme being made in the studio. Oh, and they don't know they're on the show. He doesn't know. That's why I'm just there oblivious. watching it. I'm oblivious. Fucking hell. Okay. No, no wonder it didn't rate well. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. What's the weirdest show you've ever presented? Uh, the weirdest show... I, I did... I did a show called The Unofficial World Records of Sex. Of course you did. Before <laughs> sexism was bad. I did that. <laughs> you, you could get away with it then. Yeah. I did that. That's, what, that's, that was what, fucking... Is it, was it... When I signed up, I was like, here we go, Bangkok, Vegas, this is going to be great. How old were you? 31. Cool. It was earlier. I went, when, I start, when I started... Well, I literally was in some of the scenes. <laughs> when I started off in telly, I got fucking everything. Right. Because there was, there was no one about. It was literally... it was. It was the only presenters were seriously the only known male presenters were Dermot and Vernon. And Deck. Yeah, but they're last different level, right? Right. Yeah. Did neither of them want the unofficial Probably world records? Not. <laughs> Probably not. Why was there so few? I feel like because it wasn't because it was a proper profession, right? Mm. You couldn't just sort of blag your way in. Yeah. I sort of felt that like I managed somehow to do. Right. So so when I came in, it was like, oh, there's another young male that's come through, and I got I got way too much stuff. I was quite awful in a lot of stuff I did early on. So how does this job come up? How do you find out about the unofficial world? So of my, sex? A, my agent phoned me up and said, I've got, you've got a meeting with whoever the production company was. Well, you, you don't get a yes or no. You just say, your agent just says you're going there and you have to go. What do you mean? What they say, you've got this job. No, she said, there's a job come up right. with the unofficial. And I went, I'm in. And she went, oh, I haven't told you yet. <laughs> right. And then she said, do you want to go and meet the producer in a pub? And I went, yeah, fine. And I met the producer and he explained the whole show. And I went, yeah, sounds amazing. So what's the concept? The concept was <laughs> that I would travel around the world meeting different people that would try and set world records connected to sex. When you'd just watch them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and sometimes count. What? So so there was one I went to, I went to um, a hotel room in Vegas. Oh. I mean, you could literally do two hours on this. It's horrific. Yeah, yeah. I went to a hotel room in Vegas, a seedy hotel room as well. It weren't like the win or nothing like that. And uh, I met this porn couple and they went, right, we're going to try for the most sexual positions in a minute. So I, I've, I've been given one of those counters, you know, like bouncers have on the Little door. clickers. Yeah. 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 And I went, go. And they're behind me and they're going like, one. Two. And I'm going like three, four, and then all of a sudden I'm going, like, oh, it smells in here. Five, and then they're literally, and she's going like, no, just shift your cock up the oh, no. six. Shit, go on, shift it. It was horrific. How many did I, they do? Sixty nine. I, 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 I don't know. I can tell you some horrific ones. One, one that's not scarred me, but one that made me go like, fucking, what am I doing? Was the one of them was the world's furthest ejaculation. Can I talk about? Yeah. Talk about this. Yeah. Please why do. Would, why would you not be? I've been talking okay. about shagging Matt. Yeah, no, I, because it it might come up later on in your... Oh, right. Oh, no, no, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. you're good, you're good. So um, it was world's first ejaculation, right? So when the producer saw what we're going to do, he was like, there's no way we can fucking do it. This is horrific. So we'll fake <laughs> it. We'll, we'll, go over, we'll go over to the local park and we'll get, like, four young actors and we'll do cutaways of an arm going like that and then I'll get, like, a fairy liquid bottle and I'll go... And then we'll film like that. As a reenactment. Yeah. Boom. 
And so when it went to, I, th- I think it was Channel 5, ironically. Uh, when it went to Channel 5, the commissioner went, look, all of the sex stuff that's happened looks real, obviously, but this looks shit. You're going to have to do it for real. Okay, so we went to this seedy fucking club in Old Kent Road, which was floor, wall and ceiling carpet. Oh. And you've been there. <laughs> and there was a telly on the wall mm-hmm. and there was these three whatever the f- blokes. And then, so the first one we watched it and, and I go like, there's Dave behind me, he's been going for uh, oh, six minutes. He's, uh, oh, hold on. And he goes, and then the runner would come out of a tape measure and no. go, oh my. two foot. And I go, two foot, well done. Next up is Brian. Did you? That's think- how we met, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you th- did you think at that point that could be your career over? Because I, if I was trying to make it, into no, TV, I was thinking well, I can go further than that. <laughs> <laughs> I could be a world record holder. How dare you? But yeah, if I was trying to make it in TV and and I was just stood there measuring men's cum, yeah, I'd think it's all over. Uh, I didn't really think about it. I was getting so much work back then. I just thought this will be on. This will be on like Channel Five. <laughs> Is that your career highlight? That's your definitely maybe. You know what? You can't find it anywhere, right? right? But I've got a video tape of it. So these these lads, did they apply? Did they say I've got a well long come? Sorry, can you just say that sentence again? I've got a well long come. I mean, tells me that ain't the first time you've said that. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. I've got a well long cum. <laughs> oh, well, big cum. No, not big. That sounds, distance. That sounds like a song the streets would do, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was walking outside the other day. <laughs> You've got a well long cum. Would you still masturbate if every time you came, it, it the, the, sp- <laughs> the sperm came out like one big sperm and you had to beat it to death? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> Even more. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Would you? Yeah. How big is it? So, have you ever played Mario? I don't play computer games. You know the ghost on Mario? Yeah, no. like Casper? Yeah. Yeah. It came out like Casper. You have to... I'll tell you something, mine does anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you should be on the it. show. I could wrestle it. Let's <laughs> go back to these guys with a well-long come. Yeah. Do they, did they apply for that? I, I don't know how they got hold of them. How did you get the job? <laughs> so, I've so, no idea. But they that wasn't my first question. <laughs> well, so sh- before we start... That should have been. How did you three wankers get involved? <laughs> I've no idea. What was the world record, do you remember? Roughly. Uh, no, I can't. Ballpark. Two foot. Two foot? I, he has got a well long come. Hang on out. So what's that, a foot, that? Is that a foot? No, that's, no. About, that's, that's about two foot, what you were just saying. Yeah, that's wasn't probably it? about it. From from me to you, I could get it on your face. <laughs> How long we got? We could, if you want to go for the record now, I'm more than happy to reenact. You put your tape measure here. Oh yeah. What about the? Because uh, you, you sent me some of these topics, um, or some of these world records, I should say, yeah. world's quietest sex. Yeah. Uh, I was in a library. I oh, did it in the library yeah. just to really prove that it was quiet. Yeah, and and it was a, a real library while people were doing library stuff and we took a corner and uh they had like a decibel meter reader a decibel? yeah and uh they knew we were filming but they had no idea what we were filming they were like well we'll just leave them to it yeah and then so they you cornered it off yeah with like screens yeah and then Shh. so what's the got to be the <laughs> just letting out some air there so, <laughs> so what's got to be what's the quiet bit is it the the moaning Everything. or yeah. the penetration everything 
So you can't make no bodily noises. You can't, or do, you can't make any noise. Vocal How noises. quiet can we go? Like staring past there quietly. How yeah. was that? Yeah. Was there a were there like speed rules involved with this? Because <laughs> sorry, I don't know how long we've been going, but you seem to be talking a hell of a lot about the rules of this. <laughs> well, it's an intriguing I, concept. I think you... I've got the world's longest come, and you think you're the quietest shagger. Are you going to go like... at speed? <laughs> what about deepest dive sex? Uh, yeah, that was um, that was uh, that was a strange one. We were I went to a woman's house in Vegas. And uh, knocked on a door with uh, so it's just me, the producer, sound man, and this this young girl opened the door completely naked, and she was bouncing back, going, "Oh, you're here to film." Completely yeah. naked, answering the door. Yeah, have a meeting first. Have a cuppa. That's how we met, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> mm, you smell good though. Um, and then so we went into a into a into a garden. That's not a euphemism. Into a back garden. <laughs> and, then, and then what 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 was nuts? Was uh, so we had to film me sat on like the side of the pool, pair of shorts, t shirt, legs dangling, and her in the pool naked, looking up, talking. And my producer and cameraman were right over the other side of the of the pool. So I was going like, so here we are with Emma or whatever her name was. Um, are you excited about it? Oh yeah, yeah I'm really. And it was, by the way, deepest was it down in the ocean, not. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you excited? Yeah, yeah, you've been practicing whatever. And then we chat for five minutes, and my producer went, "Okay, that's a wrap. We'll, we'll wrap up. We'll get, and then we'll go." And I, okay. And then just just like you would come to my house and I go, do you want a cup of tea? She went, do you want a blowjob? No. What? No, no she did I not. I to you, and I went, well, I think we're going we to pack up. We're going to, ah, we're going <laughs> to go if we haven't got time. Were you single at the time? I can't remember, but it just scared the shit out of me. Why is that scary? That's the best every man's dream, <laughs> isn't it? That's I just shit off, around here was a bit... Crusty. Yeah. Something told me it wouldn't be the first cock in her mouth. <laughs> Whatever, or that day. Why does that matter? That hour. What's that? <laughs> Do you buy all your cars brand new? Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a bit about... Um, Why are you changing the subject? Are we talking cars now? <laughs> how, how far did they go down then? Why are you crossing your arms? I'm closed off now, am I? <laughs> so they went to the ocean. To yeah, we went this. into a boat. Yeah. Onto a boat. And then she her, didn't want to float. her and her fella... <laughs> Oh, a fella? Yeah. What? Her and a fella. Well, she got to have sex with someone. Yeah, but I thought she was picking you. No, no, no. I was a pretender, all right? I don't do that. They jumped down with scuba gear. It's quite professional, actually. And they went down however deep, 80-foot metres. I don't know how far people dive. Mm. And then they had this special, uh, like a, a gel, like, like a jelly that would work under water. There wasn't water soluble. It was so he could penetrate her under the water and they filmed it. And then they, they came up. Right. Weird, that. You're looking at me like I did that world record. I, 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 you were I, privy to it? Yeah. Yeah. World's longest erection, was that on there? <laughs> Still going. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't there, have I told was you that? It? No. Yeah, that was weird. That was, in a, that was in a dungeon somewhere in East London. And it was set out like Fight Club. So it was like the first rule of... Erection club is we don't talk about erection club, and it was five geezers. This is so nuts, with their cocks hard wrapped with tinfoil around it, and then huh? you know, like when you go to the fair and you got one of them things, you go like that. Oh, like the yeah, electronic yeah, yeah. things. Yeah. So, so <laughs> there was like a bar, and their cock had to maintain connection to it, and if it when it, oh. it's like the opposite. It's quite. Quite cleverly put together. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 I'm impressed. And so you've got five blokes here going like that, going, thinking, 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 thinking. 
No way. Yeah. How, how long did that last? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, I reckon not I, long. I reckon I could beat beat it. Do you want to try it now? Not now. I've Why do you four. think you could beat <laughs> it? I started about forty-five minutes ago. So. <laughs> when I walked in, yeah. weirdly. <laughs> Why are you confident that you could beat it? I just think I just think I'm all right at that. By keeping it up. Yeah. What in a cold dungeon? Yeah. With cameras. That's my that's my preference. Is it? Yeah. Is that what turns you on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not cold enough. <laughs> What a show. We can't find that anywhere then. Not even on one of those dodgy fire sticks. You can get it. Can you? I've got it. My dad used to video all my all my TV shows. In fact, when I when I went over to my now wife's house for the first time, her dad, uh, who's a bit of a lunatic, didn't know I did that show. And one of his mates went, Yeah, I saw you on telly last week. And I was like, oh fucking hell. And he went, You um you did the unofficial world and I went, Yes, right, yeah, 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 yeah. And he and her old man was like, unofficial what? And I went, oh, it's just like a, a world record show. <laughs> and he went, the woman on the back of the horse. And I went, yeah, she got that record. <laughs> <laughs> What's Bikini Heaven? Bikini Heaven is where um, I met my now wife. Which okay. she, was, she was an assistant producer on the show. Right. Uh, Bikini Heaven. So FHM used to run a competition called the High Street Honeys, mm. where they'd do a booklet of 100 girl next doors. Right. Girls would send their pictures in. And then they would whittle that down to 10 girls and then those 10 girls and me would go away to somewhere in Spain we went to and we would film a show for Sky One I can't even remember the content I just remember one thing from it which was there were sand dunes and they had to hold in bikinis hold a pint of beer in each hand and go up and down the sand dunes and whoever had the most beer left in one would would get a point right (laughs) and then Game show for women in bikinis. Yeah. Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry. That was High Street Honeys. Yeah. Right? And then, so the English winner of that and and 15 other countries' High Street Honeys all went to Miami for Bikini Heaven, which is where I went as well. So you're going with the creme de la creme of the FHM. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? It was all right. <laughs> I got turned down 15 times. My wife <laughs> yeah, go on then. <laughs> now, yeah. people... Will probably know you from Soccer AM, won't they? Yeah, I, I still sometimes will get people shout Soccer AM at me in the street, which is very weird to shout the name of a TV show at someone. Yeah, I, I thought you would be recognised a lot because our other co-host that we do it with is yeah. called Robbie Knox. Oh, wonderful Robbie Knox, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, he's he very rare, uh, he very rarely gets recognised from Soccer AM, but okay. he was only like a bit part on there anyway. Uh, he was Tramp, wasn't he? Yeah, it? he was quite a big name on it though, right? Was he? Because I yeah. don't remember that era. Yeah, but so, so here's the thing, Soccer AM, I grew up watching Soccer AM, right? right. So like, people like Robbie and Sheephead and Tim and Helen and all that, I, you know, I adored them. I watched them every single Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, and then I got the gig and then when, so Tim left. Yeah. And so I did the Friday night show. It was called the All Sports Show the with Helen. one, right? Yeah. yeah. And I did that for about three years, and, and there was so much fun involved in that. And then so Tim left and took people like Robbie and and um, Fenners. Yeah. Who was, to do Channel B, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And they were they were all just fantastic. They wrote everything. They were just brilliant. And then so they left and uh, left. I wouldn't say none of the brains behind, but all, all the writers went right? right. And so I remember sitting there like early on on that show. Of a, a huge fan I was of that. Yeah. They're thinking, fucking, this is shit. Really? Yeah. While you were doing it? Yeah. Is that what you're thinking now Be- on air? No, no. This is, <laughs> this is, I, I'm thinking I might sit like that. Um, no, it was just, it was just brilliant. It was just brilliant. It was just brilliant 
as a fan watching it. Mm. Yeah. But then um, I, the guy that was the producer, I was never a fan of. Right. He was brought in. The guy that ran Sky Sports was a guy called Vic Wakelin, and he was an absolute legend, proper, proper old school legend. Gave me my job there, gave me my first break. And he brought his son in to do it. And the problem was I felt his son had a background in kids' TV. So one of the first meetings we had um, was, um, are we going to do the catwalk? And I was like, well, I don't think we should because that's Tim's thing. And I I can't do that. I'd look a bit shit. I've got no rhythm. It's, and it's his, right? I can't. Did you want to freshen it up? Were you all yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, how about this? How about instead of that, we do a gunk tank? And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Soccer home's cool. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's cult viewing. Yeah. I can't do gunk. Mm, okay. And then there was, an, I was always falling out with him. There was another time where we had Mick Shannon on. And I think Graham Roberts, I think, to promote. Who's that? Should I know them? Graham Roberts. Mick Shannon, old Southampton and Norwich right. player. Played for England a few right. times. Does horse racing now. And, and Graham Roberts, Spurs legend. And um, we had them on. And they were doing like a, a miniature golf, like crazy golf. They were doing that in the car park. And one of the holes was was um, the windmill. You know, you got... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mick Shannon's celebration was the windmill. We'd do that. So I said, why don't we call that hole the Mick Shannon hole? And he went, why? And I went... <laughs> Windmill McShannon, and he went, I don't know what you mean. And I was like, Why the fuck are you producing this show? And I just fell out with him. And his dad ran Sky Sports. So at the end of the season, I was like, Were well, you going to get that contract? He was like, Nah, that ain't happening. Oh, what's did you only do it for a year? Then? I did soccer in for a year. Did you? Yeah, do you have I any? I feel like you were on it for longer, but it felt like, yeah. do you have any good memories from working <laughs> on it? I know, I do. Yeah, no, I did. Helen, Helen was mm. best woman at my wedding. I still speak to Helen now. Um, the crew, I mean, like, I was lucky enough to work with like Rocket and Tubes. They were still there. They were fantastic. Um, so, I, no, I love my time there, but I just, as a fan of the show, was sat there thinking it hasn't got what it used to have. Yeah, mm. You loved it because of the people around you rather than the content. Yeah. And I know that if I was watching me sat home, I'd be going, like, who's that fucking knobhead? Get him off. Get Tim back. This was obviously pre social media and stuff, really, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, did, what was the response? Because it must have been hard to take over from someone like Tim. Uh, yeah, impossible, right? Yeah. Because it was him and Helen's show. Yeah. I read an article where you said it was like David Moyes taking over from Sir Alec. Yeah. Yeah. It, it not, I'm not comparing myself to... sounded like you, you were, though. I used to have really bad skin, like David Moyes. Right. No, but it was that. It was the impossible job, mm. you know? And then Max took it over for, like, seven or eight years, made it fucking worse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did they still manage to pull in good guests on your scene? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I can't really remember too much about it. I, I had fun on it, right? I had fun on it. But it just it was never as great as it was when I was... And nor should it be, mm. right? No. If something starts and becomes big, right... Like, if, if you get sacked and ask me to do it, I'll do it because it pays well. Right. But actually, it probably will be better. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's never going to be as good as, like, you two or Robbie do it, right? Right, it's right. Because it, it's your little baby. You invented it. Yeah. People are familiar with you. Yeah. And Tim did it. Tim did it for, what, 10 years? Yeah. Maybe more, maybe less. Who were some of the guests you had when you were on there? Uh, Name drop them. Uh, we, we had one brilliant show where... We only had one. We had one great show in which there was so many hard men on the couch. So Dwayne, is it Dwayne Johnson? Yeah, the Rock. Yeah, the Rock. How do you not know these names? I got the worst memory in the world. Do you want me to tell you a story about how bad my memory is? Yeah, yeah. So you I, I did. I might have told you this. So I did a show. I did a show called um, Win Your Win Your Own Home, right? And I did three records a day, five days a week for two weeks. I swear to God, this is true. This is how bad my my short term memory is. Or long term, or memory. So, so every day I'm going, "Hello, welcome to Win Your Own Home." And then I'm going to an ad break, going, "That's it for part one of Win Your Home." Then I'm coming back 
Welcome back to part two of When You're On And at the end of it, that's all we've got time for on today's When You're On Home. I'm doing that three times a day, five days a week for two weeks. Mm-hmm. At the end of the last record, someone that worked on the show said, I'll call you over the weekend and I'll arrange for you to come in and do voiceover. I went, yeah, cool. So Sunday morning, I wake up and there's a voice message on my phone. I swear to God, this is true. And the voice message is, hi, Andy. It's Claire from When You're On Home. Can you give me a call? Right, so I'm, I'm on like that, my phone. And I'm like that, I'm going, and my wife goes, what's the matter? And I go, I think I've won a house. <laughs> and she went, what? And I went, oh, no, no, no. I swear, I swear on my life that's true. I swear on my life that's true. For, like, for two seconds, I was like, oh, I don't even remember going in that conversation. I swear on my life that is true. That is a fucking bad whatever. <laughs> It's so bad, my memory. But it always has been. It's not getting worse. It's always... I took my car in to get serviced a couple of months ago and I thought, when I take it there, I'll jog home. I like running. So I took it in and I'm running home from dropping it in and as I'm running up, my car's not on my drive and my first thought is my car's been nicked. Yeah, but we've all done that. Oh, with, fine, okay. You know, like with the, with your phone. Yeah. Like, I'll give my phone someone... Oh, can you take a picture of me doing this? And then I'll go like, fuck, where's my phone? Like, seconds Oh, later. okay, yeah. yeah. Car's a bit... Yeah. Right. Well, wasn't it Jermaine Pennant? Didn't he forget he had a... He, when he played he, he in left, Spain? Yeah, he left it at the car park. In Spain, there was Porsche, it? yeah. And just forgot about it. I don't think I've ever done anything that bad. Well, I don't own a Porsche. <laughs> I'm sure you have. <laughs> Why are you saying that? If you that? had, that you would remember, right? If you've got a bad memory. Yeah. You Later on, you go, oh, fuck, I didn't tell him about the time mm. I killed her. So, so Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Yeah, so on that show, it was him, it was Julian Dix, and it was Danny Dyer. Some lineup that. that it's fucking going off. Yeah. Yeah. Who else do you have on there? I can't remember. Carl Froch, come on. I can't remember. Okay. No more names. Well, I can't remember what I got up the stairs for. I'm hardly going to remember like 15 <laughs> years ago. But that's the nuts thing. It was 15 years ago. And like a couple of months ago, someone shouted across the road at me. This young kid went, Oh, it's Soccer I am. And I went, All right. And he was, and I went, uh, How old are you? And he went, 18. I went, It was three. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. So you were three yeah. when it happened. How do you remember that? Yeah. Even on social media. I went, oh. Just watch all the old ones and that. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, fucking talk sport. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sad it's over? What? Soccer My life. Is that how you kill people? <laughs> 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 no. No? No, because things happen for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end, when I, when I, the weekend I found out I wasn't getting my contract renewed, I got my first show on talk sport. Oh, right. So. Yeah, no transition. Yeah. I think I had a part to play in Killing Soccer AM. Okay. Because I was a guest on it right yeah. at the end. Yeah. And I just said to Stevie, I was like, once you're scraping the barrel and getting me on Soccer no, AM. I think they only, no, did, that's harsh. They no. only did two episodes or something after he yeah, went on. on the first. That's harsh. Don't. Listen, you're a fucking global superstar, right? They had 40 viewers. <laughs> they hadn't actually announced that Soccer AM was ending. Until the weekend after Jack went yeah, on. I came on and then the weekend they tweeted. Say, Maybe them. you are responsible for the death of it. <laughs> Do you want to be responsible for the death of no, it? No, like anyone sort of our age growing up in the UK, it was a brilliant, it was it a staple of... of... And, and I and I think we miss that kind of telly now. Yeah. Uh, well, because we, we were speaking to Smithy about this a few weeks ago, but that the kind of segments you guys would do on there are kind of what all the big YouTubers are doing. Now. That, that's the problem with it. Yeah. You'd watch Soccer AM on a Saturday and they go, now, if you didn't see this from Wednesday night, a manager fell off a wall. And yeah. you go, I haven't seen that. Yeah. But now, two seconds after that manager's fallen off the wall, everyone's got it. Yeah. That's, that's one of the problems with it. Yeah. Fair enough. So then you you moved on to talk sport. You've been doing that for how long now? Years. Fifteen years. Yeah. Fifteen years. Um, how 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 do you find it? Do you love it? Is oh, it? My God. Is that I'm your so lucky? Is it your best best job yeah. ever? It's not even a job. 
It's, so I did I did the evening show, mm. 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. sports bar yeah. for 10 years. And I, some some people go like, what are you doing? And I go, I'm leaving to go to work at 7. What time did you finish? 1. And they go, oh. And I go, no, no, no. Don't feel sorry for me. I've got the best job in the world. And it, and it was and it still is. Because you, you've obviously switched to drive now, haven't you? Yeah. Which is obviously... Four to seven weekdays. There you go. Talk sport. Yep. 1089-1053 medium able Good. via the DAB speaker. <laughs> How do well, that's stay in. Yeah, yeah, that's stay in. How, how do you how do you find a switch? Is there a bit of you that misses the sports uh, bar? No, t- the last year of the sports bar, the hours were starting to kill me. Were they? Yeah. What? Because the last hour of the sports bar is midnight to 1am. The last hour of drive is 6pm. Right. So at 6pm, I'm going to be like that. Yeah. And at midnight, I'm like, fucking hell. Yeah. I've had four espressos already. Why didn't you pre-record the final hour? Because you just can't. Right? People phone up. Is that, is that the main reason it has to be live? Because I, w- I was chatting to Fee about it a few months ago and I said some guy was on there talking about how he's doing one till 4am or something like that. Yeah. And Fee was like, that can't be live all the yeah, time. I was like, it it's is. It's all live. There might be a few pre-records in there. Yeah. Like earlier on, I caught up with the X, Y and Z. Yeah. But the whole show, it's got to be live. If something happens, you've got to react to it. Right. But people want to phone up and talk. But it was never a bind. It was never a chore. I mean, I'd get, I'd leave my house at seven. I'd get in at eight. There's always a game of football on, mm. so I'd sit next. I'd sit with Cundy, and producer would be there, mm. um, Rufus and and Billy. There was four of us that worked on that show, mm. so it was like four mates watching football every night, having a beer, and takeaway food or whatever, watching the football, and we're going out and talk about it. How are you finding working with Darren Bent now? Because he's your co-host. Yeah, isn't he? he's fantastic. He's Bent is great because we're different but the same. Yeah, you know, he's. He's a bit of a superstar, you know. He's a member of the 100 club. He's played for real big clubs. Mm. He's played under big managers. He's played for England, so he, he brings so much gravitas with him when mm. he talks. Um, yeah, he's fantastic. It, it was always going to be a, a worry, like because Cundy, I adored Cundy and still do. And to get that that mix and that blend and that chemistry is not easy. But with Bentley, I've got it. Yeah, you, you've been on the sports bar recently, though, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> two nights ago, and I was smashed. <laughs> You went on the radio smash. I yeah. told you, I went to the pub. It's Halloween night, wasn't yeah. it? I was playing poker. And I was I've just, never done that before. I was just <laughs> I was driving home. Did you plan to? No. No, no, no. So Sports Bar was on. This is what yeah. I'm telling you. <clears throat> and um, I just literally just leave TalkSport on all the time in the car. And uh, I was driving home. And Cundy and O'Hara's on there. Yeah. And then they go, who's out of the window? So, so what happened was we, Virgin Radio, who are on our floor, they had their Halloween party. It's a massive floor, right? Yeah. And at one area of it, which is a giant area, like the performing area, they had the bar, open bar, which is always a danger. OMD were playing, everyone was dressed up. And then I left all my like gubbins, my coat and all that, you know, on one of the desks outside TalkSport. So I went back to get it about quarter past 10. I mean, I probably had two bottles of red wine. I was absolutely <laughs> smashed. And then Candy was like, Ugh! and I was like, no, no, no. So I went in. And you know, like, when you were drunk and you'd go home and your mum and dad would be up and you'd go, yeah, I've not had a drink at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was trying to... And the first couple of questions, I thought actually at the time I got away with it, I've since heard it back, and even the first question, I sound like a bellend. <laughs> but the last question was like, what are you doing now? And I was meant to go, we're going to the pub. And I went... <laughs> and I went, that's it, see you later. And went... I think at one point you didn't realise you were on the radio. You went... Oh, no, I definitely did. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. playing up to it. But, um, are you a good drinker? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I tell you what was nuts, doing doing sports bar for ten years. On one of the first weeks that I was doing drive, so we finished at seven, we went to the pub, and I was at the at the bar getting a drink, and it dawned on me that this was the first time in ten years that I midweek had been in a pub. What 
because I'm working every night of the week. Oh, right, yeah, right? fair. And it was li- I literally felt, like, quite angry. Like, I just got out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. A stand-up bar, and I thought 10 years of my life, I've not been in a pub, or done anything, but not mm. been in a pub, for 10 years midweek. Was that nice? That's probably why you're in such good shape, though. Well, no, no, I've made up for it now. I mean, I'm going, I try and go to the gym like six days a week. You, you work with Simon, well, you don't work with him, but yeah. Simon Jordan's on the station. Yeah. We're always fascinated to know about Simon Jordan. Okay. Like, we asked Woodsy about this. What is he like? Because I think he speaks a lot of sense when he's on the radio. Sometimes yeah, I, think he's he, brilliant. I think he argues for argue's sake, but yeah. that's part of the role, I guess. Yeah, yeah. What is he like as a person when the cameras are off? I really get on with him. He, uh, last week I was sat, I got into work about half past one. Mm-hmm. He was he was doing stuff, so we'd finished. And he was sat like we are. And I asked him a question. And he said, no, that's not the case. Don't worry, well, it, is the, it is the case. And we just carried on for 40 minutes, right? Because he he wouldn't apologise, right? <laughs> it's a long story. I'll tell you off it. It's very convoluted. Yeah. But I was like, no, you're wrong. And he was like, no, I'm not wrong. And I went, no, you are. And then, so I, I'm not the worst person to argue with. Yeah. And then I was pushing stuff at him. And I went, well, answer me this then. And he was like, well, the, 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 and it went on and on. And in the end, he went, yeah, okay. And I went, what do you mean, you yeah, okay? And he went, yeah, no, you're right. And I went, and it was a busy office. And I stood up and went, everyone hear that? <laughs> so I, he just apologised. And people were like, has he? And I went, yeah. And he was like, no, I never said that. And I went, you fucking just said that. You apologised to me. And Is he scary? No. No, I, I love him. He's brilliant. Mm. He's absolutely brilliant. I, I always take the piss out of him saying that he uses lemon juice on his hair, right? <laughs> yeah. And I, the other day I was talking to someone, I was talking on air. And he left me a voice note going, just for the record, I've never used fucking lemon juice on my hair. And I was like, I know, I know he has, by the way. I said, talk sport, he's like that before a show. Big bottle of fucking you, lemon. You're not going for the lemon juice? You have to be doing something. Yeah. I, I show you a picture, but you can't put it. Okay. So back in the day, this has never been online, right? Okay. So back in the day, when, when Gaza dyed his hair peroxide blonde, I dyed my hair peroxide blonde. Wow. No, this has not been out there. You're going to see it, but there's no cameras behind you, right? No, 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 we're good. Okay. You won't believe this is me. This is going back to 1996. So what's that? Four, 27 years ago. Yeah. You look away, hear his reaction first. Okay. (laughs) Fuck off. Yeah. That's not you. There's no cameras behind you, right? No, no. Let's have a look again. That's me and my mum. Here, you can have a look as well. Okay. What? What? Yeah. That does not look like you at all. I swear to God, that's me, yeah. So I have... It's like Eminem. I was going to say Eminem. Yeah, but a shit version of Eminem. It's a bit Jordan Belford, the real Jordan Belford. Yeah. It's awful, isn't it? That, I'd never, ever think that's you. You know when, like, they show celebrities at school and stuff yeah. and you're always like, well, that's obviously Nicki Minaj. Yeah. There's not a chance <laughs> I'd see that Nicki and think... Minaj. That's Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been 23 then. Fucking hell. That's yeah. mad. Your way better than that. I know. <laughs> And since we've been on it, it's got even thicker. <laughs> You've smashed it. It's actually quite annoying, isn't it? <laughs> Working on live radio is that obviously? Obviously, it's not scary. You've been doing it long enough. Yeah. But are there? Do you still? What's the biggest fuck up you made on air? Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to paint it. Do you in know a what? I, 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 it's, it's bizarre, and you'll understand it. Or mm. maybe you won't because you're allowed to swear on here. Mm. But people often ask me how you stop yourself swearing, yeah. and the easiest answer is it's like when you're around kids. Right, I don't know if you've got kids, but if you're around your mates, you just don't swear. Yeah, you don't think about it, you just don't do it, and it's exactly the same. But the only time, so we've got a dump button. Yeah, and we have we have two dumps, and the best way to explain that is we are 14 seconds in front of you listening in your car. Right. So if, for argument's sake, on air, I just decided to count to 20. Yeah. And at 10, press dump. 
Yeah. So I went one, two, three, and at ten I pressed thumb. You in your car would hear me say one, two, three, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. It 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 cuts out the last seven seconds. Right. It goes back. Right. Right. Yeah. So if someone phones up because people are really passionate about football mm. or sport, and they'll go like, oh, I can't fucking believe you. Oh. They do that, so we dump it and they, we let them carry on. Right, right. right. I mean, it's very rare you'll get someone. In fact, never has someone phone up and going, "You're a, this or whatever." It yeah. just doesn't happen. But people get. But the only time I've ever dumped myself was on drive time, um, and I was. So this is recent. Yeah, though. and I was sat in the chair, I was really relaxed doing a show like this with Ben. In the mic was there, and we were talking about Star Wars. I love Star Wars, and he went, "Do you know I've never seen Star Wars?" And I went, "Fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> and I went, <laughs> Oh. And he was like that, and so I just pressed it, and, and I went, "You've never seen that." Surprise! <laughs> That's the only time. Is that really hard to make it sound clean? When oh no, it, it, it would sound like a little skip, wouldn't it? Yeah, it sound like a little skip, and because yeah. and, it's so quick, you're just your brain will go, oh, "What was that?" And it, we carry on talking, so you don't even think about it. Yeah. Oh, that's well, so... I've got an unbelievable story about Cundy. I cannot tell it. Oh! No, I can't. I really can't. Tell that's it. like checking in on Facebook to well, A and You'll hear it. You'll hear it. But I can't. It would destroy his career. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. It's an amazing story. What's, what's been uh, your most embarrassing moment on on live radio? Uh, there isn't any. You don't get I'm embarrassed? really fucking good. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, not really. I don't think you could get embarrassed on radio, could you? I, I used to do live radio for a yeah. small station in... Uh, called Fubar Radio. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. Yeah, you heard of that? They're still going, right? Yeah, mate of mine does bits and pieces on that. I used to do. I used to. Oh, mate. I, I used to use the dump button a lot. Yeah, and I used to embarrass myself. Why? Um, we did. We did one show where I'm trying. And this is one of the tamer stories because I can't tell you some of the other ones on air. But um, we had like yeah, the running order split into sections. What were you going to do? And uh, me and my producer who was an on-air producer uh whenever the segment was good we'd do a little tick and if it was boring we'd do a little cross yeah and then like he was doing the whole segment it was going on a bit and i just kept lifting the paper up and doing a big cross on it like saying you're fucking boring people yeah and then he went to play a tune and i went this is shit i went this is fucking awful mate like, no I, dump button uh, no uh didn't press it for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and he hadn't gone in and the tune hadn't played properly and it was just me and it was shit. People on Twitter thought I was joking. Oh, okay. I wasn't, yeah. Yeah, but see, I wouldn't have that because I'd mm. dump it. Right. So any embarrassing moment would... Yeah. There, there, was, there was one... There was one... Because uh, when you do a football show, you you have to know everything about football, right? Yeah, and yeah. and I, well, I'm being slightly facetious because I, I don't know everything about football. No one really knows everything unless you're someone yeah. like Sam Matterface who sleeps with, you know, the, a football book every night. But, you know, and he's a genius, yeah. right? People like that, I get it. But I know I, I know a lot about football, but every single thing I... And I, I said something about two players. I won't name them, but I named two players. And I went, do you think they could have played together? And I think it was Cundy went, well, they did. And I was like, oh, fuck, of course they did. Did you dump uh, it then? No. And I went, yeah, I know, no, I know they did, but on paper, <laughs> do you think it should have worked? And he went, oh, right, sorry. And I was like, <laughs> out. got out of that one. But I, I just, the, the problem is, I don't have WhatsApp, uh, in, um, Twitter uh, notifications up on my screen. We've got a screen in front of a switchboard. Yeah. And I, so I don't read stuff when the show's on. Right. Mainly because I, I just get bored of people going, Goldstein, you're the best. <laughs> but, no, but because people will all... Someone told me that if someone's got a problem, if someone wants to insult you, they're like eight times more likely out of ten to send a, a tweet. And yeah. if someone thinks you're great, they're like two times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, you'll just get... 
people just so I don't read it, but um, but uh, so it, it's not it's never a problem yeah. if if I'm having if I'm getting something wrong. Right, Bent is fixated by it. Yeah, I go like Bentley, what do you think of that when we did that? And he'll be like. Sorry, what? And I'd be like, turn the fucking screen off. <laughs> right, 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 right. If if you if you dump if you press the dump button twice, yeah, we're live. You're live. Yeah, so we go to a break, or or we just don't take calls. Oh, right. And what's nuts is it doesn't happen a lot, but you'll hear my producer go, "We're 100 percent live now," and it literally will be like we're performing open heart surgery. Like I'll be like, "All right," and you see everyone going like, "All nervous." Just be fucking, and I'll be like, "That doesn't yeah. stress you out at all." No. What happens if you were to have used that dump button twice and then swear? What what's the precautions of that? Uh, you just apologise. You, do you get a, do you get a letter from anyone? No, Who's... I'll just I'll just sign it. If if any shooty cunt is fucking <laughs> <laughs> off comma all over it. I no, is it not? I don't know. It's never happened to me. But but you know we're, I'm clever enough to. I've been doing it long enough that if if someone I, I'm I'm on air for like nine minutes at a time before yeah. we go to an ad break. So if it's happened twice, I'm going to be near the ad break anyway. Yeah. Have you ever interviewed someone on the radio and it's just not gone well? Uh, no. I often get asked who's the worst person I've interviewed and I never had an answer until I met, I can't remember, either Jake Paul or Logan Paul, one of them, recently. Who recently Oh, fought? yeah. You, you and Bentley were there, weren't yeah, you? Who's yeah, who's that? that? That would have been Logan, the big right. one. Yeah. yeah. Was he a knobhead? And he... Yeah, he was a knobhead. Well, he, he, um, he sat down... And uh, and KSI come in before, and I don't know KSI. I've met him a couple of times. He's sound though. It's top top man. Yeah. And and my kids are you know obsessed with social media. And yeah. when it was one of my kids' birthday, she was like, "Do you know KSI?" And I'm like, oh, "Well, he follows me. I'll follow him, but only because I went follow me." Yeah. But I don't know. And she went, "Oh," and I went. So I DM'd him. He yeah. probably gets a billion a day. Yeah. And I went, "It's my daughter's birthday. Could you? Yeah, no problem. I got a video message back from him. Right? Quality, Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Really nice guy. Yeah." So we sat down, we chatted to him first. He was great. And then which one would it have been? Logan. Logan, Logan, yeah. Logan sat down. He sits there like this. And I said, how are you? Good to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and he said, yeah, 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 because it's all shit. And I went, well, just be careful. So I've got two, right? So now I've got one. Just be careful. We are live. There are kids listening. So just be, yeah, 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 fucking. And I'm like, dump. So my producer, because we're on an OB, right? Yeah. So I haven't got the button in front of me. My producer's got it back. At uh, London Bridge, my producer's like, We've got no dumps, we're live. And I'm like, Okay, it'll be fine. So he then said something and then he swore again. And I went, well, I'm, I'm terribly sorry, but one more, I'm going to have to let you go because we are live and there are young people listening. So just be careful what you're saying. Again, if you're listening, you're offended, I can only apologise. We are live. Sometimes these sort of things happen at events. And he swore again. I went, And I just thought, What a fucking knobhead. Yeah. Did you just end it. It sort of ended, but yeah. I was like, well, we can't, You can't do that anymore. Okay, I'm off. And also, it was a, such a ball ache to get in there. Yeah. And I'm like, we're paying you yeah. to take your your fight. You need Not you need us, because he doesn't. No. But, you know, a, at least appreciate the fact that we are the official broadcaster of this fight. Yeah. Everyone else has sat down with us. You know, you owe it to give us five minutes. Yeah. It's, it's not, in his benefit to it's do not it, a hardship. Just, and, I just, and that made me just go, oh. Yeah. We obviously, we're in the YouTube world, so we know a lot about YouTubers and whatnot. And, and the polls are... They're nasty work, really. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The and balls are fucking nasty. Well, I mean, it, well Jake Paul, uh, Logan Paul, he owes me three grand. So does he? Yeah. That, that makes it sound does like you're three grand. Yeah, kind of. Mm. Kind of. He did a crypto scam. A crypto? Sc- Is it? Are you going to get in trouble for this? No, no, I can talk about it. Right. Yeah. So he- I'm sorry, I couldn't give a fucking <laughs> game. <laughs> Tell me more about the scam. He, oh, it's embarrassing. But do you, are you familiar with NFTs? 
Yeah, the yeah. biggest uh, con in not con, but well, yeah, con. Yeah, yeah. He's been saying it for, for ages. Literally since um, since everyone was going on about him, I was going, I don't understand why you're paying I. for this. No. Whereas this one Rob, was well, all over. I'll it. tell you who it was. Who who's to blame? Who's to blame? Robbie Knox. Robbie Knox, right? Because Robbie Knox is the elder spokesman of this podcast, right? And he's an intelligent man. Yes. And he bought these NFTs from a guy called uh, Gary V. Do you know Gary V? Big businessman in New York, made millions, owns a Skyrise by selling to people like. <laughs> 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 so Robbie bought these NFTs. He showed me the physical evidence. He bought them for like five hundred quid. A month later, they were worth thirty grand. Right? He could have withdrawn. He could have withdrawn that money into his wallet that was there. Right? Logan Paul starts one. I'm a big. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to collect Pokemon cards. Love Pokemon. Right? That so doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> so did he? And then um, Logan Paul loves them. He's got the uh, Logan Paul owns the most expensive Pokemon card of all time. Seen wears it around his yeah. neck. And uh, he wanted to start his own modern Pokemon where you buy these crypto eggs, right? Yeah. And then you hatch them and you can get common animals. They're like hybrid animals. You might get a panda and a parrot, right, together. Yeah. And you can get commons. So you, can get... you know I'm on air like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can get rares, you can get ultra rares. And I thought to myself, Logan's back in it. That's going to have a huge audience from the off. NFTs are all about how rare they are and how few there are on the market. So I thought I'm going to buy two of his eggs. Grand and a half each they were, right? I buy the eggs... Logan Paul disappears before any of the eggs hatch so they don't fucking work. So he's being called out all over the place. People have gone on Joe Rogan and spoke about this. Right. So now if I call my phone, I've got two digital eggs. That are worth, still got them? Yeah, still Can you got see them. what they're worth? No, they're, well, the fucking people won't buy them. I'll give you half a bottle of Bulvik. Would you give me 20 quid for them? No. Right? <laughs> yeah, and that's what the internet's saying as well. So it's a bit of a scam. Crypto Z. Yeah. yeah, I never understood that. No. What did you get? You own the digital right. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> and they were like, there was there was loads of them were like monkeys, right? Yeah, they were the big ones. Yeah. And it was like people would show me a picture and go, "You could own that," and I went, "Well, just screen grab it if I really fucking want it." That. And they're all the same. They're not yeah. worth much anymore. Board eight, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah they're it. worth yeah. nothing now as well. Just, did Bentley get involved? No. No. Did anyone you know get involved? I bet they're... No, no, actually. Really? He works with smart people. <laughs> yeah. I work with you. Yeah, or what... people that don't have enough money to buy them. <laughs> right. What about crypto? Did you ever get involved in that? Uh, yeah. Did you make money? No. Did you or not? I don't really want to answer that question. <laughs> did I get involved with crypto? I have bought some Bitcoin before. And did you make money? Yes. There you go. That's what I... That's what I, I... Not a lot. <laughs> That's what you tried to do That's with NFTs. That's what I tried to do with NFTs, because I had a bit of Bitcoin. I didn't make a lot of money. Right. How much you make? No more than 40 million. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stocks and shares, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, we've got about 15 minutes left, so I thought what we could do, because you are you a You ordered man... me a car, though? Yeah. Right, here's my question. Have you ordered an exec car? No, do you want one? Yeah. No, you don't. No, because I'm not getting paid for this, right? No. And I just thought, how much more will an exec car be? Why do you want to tell... I'll right, tell you why I want Tell me why you car. want one. Because I just... I just think the level of driver in an exec car is better. You being serious? Yeah. Do you talk to the driver a lot? No chance. <laughs> what? I oh, do you always... mean their ability of driving is better? Yeah, I think if you oh, own okay. if you own a lovely car, you're going to drive it better than someone that's got a not lovely car. Well, that's right? what you thought when you bought your Range Rover. Yeah. The state of that now. Range Rover, is he? It is. He's crashed it about six times. Right? Yeah. I bet the insurance for that kills you, right? Yeah, it's all scraped. You'll see it outside. I'll tell you what, right? Hold on. Let me we'll... just find that violin. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, because um, I have your... You submitted some Would You Lie To Me questions. Yes. But I think this episode's been so fun. Yeah. I think if you're ever about, we could do a whole episode on that. Oh, my God. I'd, I'd be honoured to, yeah. yeah. 
What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, I'm do keen you, on that. Do you like him? Well, he's insulted me a few times, but I'm, I? I'm all about that. I don't think I've insulted you. You said that you thought I was above 37. Well, if you want to get into an over-40s club, that's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> you're coming in, in you come, son. What's an over-40s club? Well, you're I mean, you're, there you're, are enough words in that sentence <laughs> to work out what I'm talking about. <laughs> what? How many more clues do you want? Who's <laughs> going to that? Don't say oh, it happens. Over 40. No, it happens. Of course what? it happens all the time. What happens? Over 40 clubs. Like like night nightclubs doing over 40s Oh, night. nightclubs. I thought you meant like a club. Like That's what I thought you meant. Like we're in the over 40s club. <laughs> Like, we go and hang out with other over 40s. What's that? <laughs> the, That's the, the club. Circle. I'm sure an over 40s club exists. Mm. Do you go clubbing a lot? No. Okay. Right, I, so I if, just don't like people. If, if <laughs> too many people about. So if you're about next year, we'll, we'll cram in a would, would you like to? I'd, I'd be honoured to. I've really enjoyed it today. It's been a pleasure, mate. It's yeah. been a pleasure. What's been the standout moment of your career? This? Has oh, anyone asked for that? Fuck off. <laughs> Guess. No. No. Uh, <laughs> what's been the... Uh, that's a really good question. Talk sport. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very, very lucky. It's the greatest job on, on the planet. And every, this sounds so wanky, right? But it's it's a brilliant place to go and work. And it literally is when you get in the office, someone would just be talking about football. And then someone would go, no, he's not. And he just it's literally like being in a big pub about the booze. And it's every day. And it's fantastic. I'm very lucky. Harry Harry Durham, does that name? Yeah, he's brilliant. Did you see the thing we did with Harry in the pub with Ricky Gervais? Yes, yeah. That was mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. So Harry Durham has got a barcode, a Spotify barcode tattooed on his arm. Okay. And he, we're in the pub, and he was like, what's this? And I went, I don't know. And he went, film it. So I went, oh, so someone filmed it, and I got my phone and went like that, and it goes, boop, and it takes you to Free Love Freeway, Ricky Gervais. Oh, I've On Spotify. This. Yeah. And I then f- forward it on Twitter, and... Ricky Gervais in and it got over a million views in like one oh, night oh I did nuts. see that yeah I didn't realise it was you who posted it yeah yeah I came in and I see was, I was a... you've no idea who I am have you <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not a bald man <laughs> I was a guest on um, Hawksby and Jacobs yeah and I met Harry there he's great and I jumped on his podcast yeah he asked me the famous uh, well his question for his pod which he asked all of his guests which is what is the best school hymn that you would sing he, or... I wonder why that podcast is not taking off <laughs> Fuck but you say that. Yeah. I, I came up with Shine Jesus Shine. Did you ever do that one? No, how's that go? Shine Jesus Shine. Okay. Feel the and uh You really got into that. Yeah. <laughs> I can feel you getting bored, so I stopped. No, no, I was just thinking of one popped into my head. But What's on. your one? Kumbaya. Yeah, that's an obvious. Oh, is it? Yeah. I'm sorry. And uh, <laughs> sorry, put... my knowledge of hymns is not up there. <laughs> he put that on Twitter and that got over a million views as well. What did? Our clip of us talking about Shine Jesus you are joking. I swear to God. Yeah, wow. ask him about it when you see him. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the first thing I say when I walk in this afternoon. Okay, uh, final two questions. Oh, I, don't, I don't want it to end. I'm, I genuinely am having loads it's of fun. Been a, yeah, it's been it's a great. lot of fun. What's 2023 got left in store for you? What are you going to do a math sum? What's 20 plus? <laughs> What's 2023 got in store for yeah, you? Yeah, what you got? You got anything coming up? It's November, right? Yeah. Uh, well, we've been asking this question. Is it? Should I say <laughs> like, weird, I say like David Brent, this, lots of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually quite weird that we've left that in for the last few guests. Yeah, have you got anything you want to plug? Any, what, any, no. no. Just, just um, weekdays, four till seven on TalkSport. Go listen. Yeah. Right, if you haven't got a radio... Which, which is the camera, that one? Yeah, you can If you haven't it. got a radio diary, I just couldn't give a fuck, don't bother. If you have a radio diary, make sure you write every day, four till seven TalkSport. No, no one has got a radio diary, mate. I'm telling you now. What's a radio diary? A radio diary. So apparently that's how they measure numbers in radio, that when you 
at the end of the week, someone knocks on your door and goes, can I have the diary back? And you go, yeah, and what you're meant to do over the week is fill in what you listen to. But that's how they measure the numbers on... I know, it's so archaic. That's, n- that's, not, that's not been a thing for years. I know. But if you... Don't let him slag you off. If you've got one, <laughs> I trust you. Right. You've been a great guest. Oh, my God. Thank you thank so, so much. Thank you so much, mate. Great. I always do the handshake, which over. makes it awkward. It's always awkward. Mm. He makes me lean I, over. Do you know what? I don't handshake. Do you not? No. When people in the street come up to me and they go like that, I always go, I'm a fist pumper, so I... I just don't like to touch any reason. Well, any reason why you went? COVID. Why you did a handshake? Because you caught me off guard. <laughs> I genuinely now. I've, uh, you know, you text me earlier on going, "Do you want a cup of tea?" And I'm like, "Fucking hell, I'm so weird." Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Why? Why? Yeah, you were. I just, a bit I've weird got weird it. things. So if you if you were going to give me a cup of tea, yeah. it would have to be in a white mug, and it would be quite strong, and there would be about that much gap at the top. Why? I just can't have tea at the top. <laughs> I just can't have it. I just so, I can't eat off square plates. What? Just can't eat off a square. So, what's the handshake? Is it a hygiene thing? I think so. Look, can you see my hands like this? Yeah, he's not moved his hand. You asked if I wanted a hug before we started. What would you have done if I actually hugged you? I thought it might lead to sex. (laughs) Okay, in that case, that's fine. (laughs) To show him your world's longest cum. (laughs) There we go. That's the note you go out on, right? (laughs) This has been Jack Mate's Happy Hour podcast with me, Jack Mate, Stevie White, and the brilliant Andy Goldstein. Andy, we always finish on the same question What is the meaning of life? Oh, you want me to answer it? Yeah. Fun. There we go. Have fun. And sex. <laughs> fun fun sex. <laughs> and masturbation. See you in a Fun sex with masturbation. That's by the way, that's the name of my autobiography. It comes out soon. Let us know on Reddit if you want another episode with him. We won't be offended if you don't, because me and Steve No, I, honestly, I'm getting paid fuck all for this. So if, <laughs> if you don't, I mean you're doing me a favour, all right? If I don't come back, I'll have a morning to myself. Jack Mate's Happy Hour.